Welcome to The Breakaway, a Sacramento Republic podcast. Banded in the box! Unbelievable strike! <laughs> My goodness, what a defensive play! Half the crowd can't even believe it! Welcome into The Breakaway, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Connor Sutton. And on today's podcast, the superintendent of the Robles School District, Ruben Reyes, joins us. And if you're asking yourself, Connor, where is the Robles School District? What is it about? What's the community like? Well, that's what this podcast is for. Ruben gives us a little bit of insight. If you haven't heard of Robla, you're just like me. Um, a new story came out um, from CNN a few weeks ago talking about Robla, and uh, we jumped into action wanting to help out our community any way we can, especially during the holiday season. If you haven't heard some of the statistics, uh, they are startling. 90% of students' families live at or below the federal poverty line. 20% of the students do not have a permanent address there are no social or health services available in their own community. Really, really incredible. You'll hear more from Ruben in this podcast. If you're wondering how you can help, there are many, many ways. You can donate toys, outerwear, jackets, coats, all of the above. This is for ages 5 to 12. If you want to donate uh, monetary donations, uh, we can do that as well. SacRepublicFC.com slash wishlist. That is going to have all the information that is needed for the winter wishlist holiday drive. Again, SacRepublicFC.com slash Wishlist. We are doing many holiday drive locations. The big one coming Thursday, December 10th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Cal Expo Loop. You can just drop off toys and coats to us. We will grab it and get it to the Robla community in need. Also, you can drop off at Rayleigh's, 500 West Capitol Avenue in Sacramento, California, weekdays from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. up until December 18th. Our partners as well, Zoclo, are taking Zoclo Midtown, taking Donations, 1801 Capitol Avenue, Sacramento, California, Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m., Friday to Sunday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. So there are many, many places to drop off. Go to SacRepublicFC.com for more information, SacRepublicFC.com slash wishlist. And if you want to learn more about Robla, please continue listening to this podcast because Ruben Reyes, the superintendent of the school district in Robla, will talk about that today. If you have the opportunity and would like to donate to help out some of the underserved people in our community, go to sacrepublicfc.com slash wishlist, sacrepublicfc.com slash wishlist. Have I said it enough times? Sacrepublicfc.com slash wishlist. All the information there. Um, very, very important cause. Of course, we always know it is so important to help out our communities. All right, let's get to Robla School District Superintendent Ruben Reyes. Republic FC fans, very special guest on the podcast today, superintendent of the Robles School District, Ruben Reyes. Ruben, it's so good to talk to you. We have so much to talk about today. It's good to see you and uh, looking forward to chatting with you. Connor, thanks so much for having me. You know, we saw and we, you know, we've seen the, the CNN news article about what has happened in Ro- Robla. And I don't think, you know, kind of reading that article, I realized that I don't know enough about Robla. And I think that's kind of the, Robla, excuse me, for the, that's the case for a lot of Sacramentans. So could you kind of explain, you know, what is Robla? Tell me a little bit about the community in, in, in for Robla. Absolutely. Well, it's interesting because I have lived in Sacramento my entire life, and, uh, and that's a long time. And we, um, you know, I didn't know Robla existed for most of my life, actually, until I, until I uh, started working here. So Robla is an area in the very northern end of the city of Sacramento. So very often... Um, we actually get asked, oh, you know, are you in the county? And it turns out, no, we are within the city limits of the city of Sacramento. We are literally the very northern edge of the city. So uh, geographically, if you know kind of the north part of our region, 
kind of around Natomas um, and, and North Sacramento were actually north of North Sacramento. Uh, we're kind of surrounded by uh, what most people know by, you know, it's the Natomas area. And it's a very small, about 10 square miles of the city that, um, that has been here for a long time. The Robles School District actually was established in the 1800s. So we've been here for over 100 years. We're um, an elementary school district of five schools and a wonderful uh, little preschool as well. We serve about 2,000 families uh, here in this uh, small community, which unfortunately, you know, um, when we talk about the community, uh, you know, the, the, the difficult part, even though we, part is that even though we have wonderful families, um, this part of the city really uh, faces a lot of poverty is, is kind of where these family, families find themselves. And I know, you know, going back and, and reading some of this stuff, it, it is tragic. I mean, I read some of the stats, 90% live under the federal poverty line. Uh, or the poverty limit. Um, and I know because of, I mean, obviously right now with the way we are living during the coronavirus, like we're doing this interview virtual, students are having to learn virtually. Um, so the distance learning I know is extremely tough, especially for the Roblo community. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, I, I think that, that some of the things, you know, I think distance learning can be difficult for everybody. It's, it's really not how school was meant to be. And because of the pan pandemic, right, we have all been, you know, working to make adjustments. I think just imagine, you know, what you're dealing with and dealing with um, other challenges in life beyond that, um, not having a computer, let's say, or not having um, internet or reliable internet. And so for us as a school district, that's something we've had to work with our families to make sure we're put in place. So where um, I, I think in other places, you know, families already had a computer, we needed to loan computers to our, to our kids. And we actually also had to loan out a, a number of hotspots so that families that did not have internet or who had unstable housing and, and found themselves having to shift from, from you know, uh, residence to residence um, needed to have a hotspot that they could take with them so that their child could, could gain access. So, um, you know, there's that, there's the learning. And then of course, there's the, 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 the food issue, which I think is something that faces a lot of people in poverty in our country. Um, we are very proud in our school district that we are continuing to feed our students during during the pandemic. So all of our students qualify for free lunch when they come to school. And during the regular school year, we actually provide breakfast, lunch, and supper. We provide all three meals at school during the regular school day. And during the pandemic, of course, that has changed. So what we're doing is we're distributing food um, to families and we're trying to give them enough for three meals for their children. And uh, we're actually doing it using our school buses. So we are we are uh, not asking families to come to a school because for some of them, transportation is a difficulty, but we're actually putting the food on our buses and taking it into their neighborhoods. And so they just need to come out to their bus stop and pick up their food on uh, food delivery days. And so we're also trying to keep the kids fed uh, during this time as well. Well, I mean, that's an incredible thing to do. And I know uh, just reading, looking at some of the stats, it, it, it is it's unfortunate and it's a great opportunity for others in Sacramento to help out. I know I read that it, it's almost 10% of, of students every day are missing their virtual learning sessions or, and, and so why, and I, I know there's a little bit in the, in the story that, that explains that, but for people who don't know, can you explain why that is? Yeah. You know, Connor, I think it's an interesting you know, aspect of, of, of what happens when you're dealing with poverty. I think there's just, a number of challenges for things that maybe the rest of us, you know, maybe take for granted. 
you know, I'll use my own family as an example. I happen to have a lot of state workers in my family. And luckily, state workers generally right now have been able to keep their jobs and keep their pay and work at home and, 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 and make those adjustments. But unfortunately, a lot of the families that live in this community are families who have jobs where working at home is not an option. They've either lost their job or they have the kind of job where, you, you know, if you're, the, if you're a janitor or you're a food service worker, there is no kind of work at home option. And so you either have to go to work and working at home is not an option or you or you've lost your job and that means that it's hard to supervise your child if they're if they're you know supposed to be on distance learning at home and so you know we have the situation where kids you know you know maybe you're a 7 year old and without your mom you know kind of nudging you to be online you, it's difficult for you to kind of stick to the schedule and do that type of thing so some of these kids drop off and so what, what we have been trying to do in Robla and what caught the attention of CNN, um, and we're very proud of the story that they came and did here, was that um, you know, we, we, have create, we have kids in really innovative ways to reach out to these kids. We're not only are we noticing when they're not attending, but we're actually reaching out to them in a variety of ways. And, and um, uh, for the story, as you saw, Connor, we actually had, we showed how some of our social workers actually go out and, and working to be very, you know, conscious of, of safety with masks and social distancing, but are knocking on doors and, and checking with families and seeing what the problem may be. And sometimes, you know, it can be any kind of thing. Um, the kids are unsupervised and, and the parents really didn't realize that they had dropped off or maybe they lost the cord to the computer and, and the parent didn't know that. And we just needed to get them a new cord. Uh, whatever the case may be, we're, we're here to, um, we're here to kind of work with each family individually and make sure that we're reconnecting these kids who have disconnected because, well, you know, if anything is going to break, this is truly my belief, if anything's going to break the cycle of poverty in a family, it's going to be education. It's going to give these kids opportunities. So if we want them to grow up and have opportunities, we need to make sure they have the skills they need to be successful when they grow up and, and, and get a good job uh, so they don't end up in some of the circumstances that they're living in as children. And that's an incredibly, incredibly important point. And, uh, you know, again, listening to this and hearing this, it, it just sounds like an incredible opportunity for, for others to help out in, in the community, help out Robla. We're doing a toy and coat drive for the holiday season, uh, but we're also uh, doing donations. This is at sacrepublicfc.com slash wishlist. You're going to hear me say this a lot through the podcast, people who are listening. Um, but what just, we're also taking, you know, monetary donations. What type of, what would these donations do? Toys, coats? Um, even even just finances to to the robo, what will this do for for some of these students and families? Well, and, and again, Connor, I think you know we we those of us that who are fortunate to to be able to celebrate Christmas and 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 shop you know kind of for our kids and yeah and, and you know be able to go to our closet and pull a coat out when when the day is cold um, are things that we take for granted that that are things that not all of our families are able to do. So something as basic as coats um, are, are an important need. And we, we love the idea of being able to provide that um, for, for some of the families who have that need. You know, we see when school was in session, right, we would see this in the winter, kids who would come to school in a, in a coat that didn't fit or they didn't have a coat. And, you know, we always would keep a, a coat closet when we could, those kinds of things of donated coats. But this would provide a new coat to kids um, and, you know, California's cold. I mean, it's California cold. We know that, but but it's still you know kids need the protections that they need, and we do still want them going. Even though they're learning at home, we do want them going outside and getting exercise. So 
those kinds of things are important. And the toys are just for the holiday season. I mean, there are certain things that you know you should have as a child, and not all parents are able to provide um, those kinds of things. So we're just trying to make the holiday season something that that uh, that is special for, for these kids. And the money I think would just broaden that. So whatever coats and toys um, are not donated, any funding that we're given would would also allow us. Um, to reach out and purchase even more of those kinds of things. I know also we're targeting food. It is something that we have funding for, but I think, um, you know, we, we, we as a school district, and this is the rule that applies everywhere, we're only allowed to feed kids. So um, that's fine, but there are adults who are hungry and there may be families who have a need to buy groceries. And what we would envision probably using some of this money for would be uh, gift cards at grocery stores so that they could just be, you know, they could actually go to the store during these uh, next few weeks when school is out of session and, uh, and, and get food for the family. Well, I think it is an incredible thing that, that we have the opportunity to do as a community is to help our, our brothers and sisters in, in need. Um, and, you know, reading this and learning about this and listening to you, um, I, I hope others are, are in agreement with me in, in saying, you know, this is something we definitely are, are, you know, want to be involved. And that's one of the reasons why us at Sac Republic wanted to get involved. I also noticed that in the, in the community of Robo, there are no social or health services available in the community. Is that also, you know, one of the causes of, of maybe some of the issues? Yeah, I, I think it's, it's, a, it's an unfortunate aspect of this community that, that uh, the kinds of services, again, that, that are available in other parts of the city aren't necessarily located within um, this particular community. So yes, there are you know, there are health clinics, there are uh, grocery stores and those kinds of things that, um, that are not too far away. But if, you're struggle, if you struggle to travel and you don't have the money, you know, if you don't have a car um, and transportation can be an issue. Um, and, and the other thing to speak of is, is uh, you know, some of these families, we, we do have a lot of families who, who are still learning English. So they don't always necessarily understand all of the systems that we have in our country to support families. And so that they just don't have the wherewithal. Um, you know, we, we need to connect them to these agencies and, and uh, we just need help to do that. So, you know, these kinds of resources help to support uh, putting families in contact with the kind of agencies that are out there that can that can help them and, and um, you know, that are connected to really great people and great organizations that are there to support the needy. It's like you said earlier, it's one of the things, you know, you take for granted, something you have in your community that, that Robla does not. And I think, um, you know, it's, it's one of the things that, as you can hear, I have a mowing, <laughs> I have a mower right outside my window. Sorry about that. Is, uh, you know, the importance of things like this. And that's why, you know, we're so excited for this holiday wish to drive. And I'm going to do my best pitch here. I mean, if you want to donate, we can donate a number of locations, the holiday drive locations going on now through, I think, let's see, December 18th. You can drop it off at any Raley's or checked at the 500 West Capitol Avenue Raley's in Sacramento, California, Zocalo Midtown from November 30th to December 18th. And of course, if you do not want to drop something off in person, you can always donate online, sacrepublicfc.com slash wishlist. And then the big holiday drive that's coming up on December 17th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., the Cal Expo Loop, 1600 Exposition Boulevard, Sacramento, California. So important at this time, helping out our underserved communities. 
and especially Robles, we're learning from you, Ruben, and, uh, and the story from CNN it is something that, you know, maybe we didn't know about. Maybe people are listening to this having no idea, similar to me. Um, it's a very, very cool opportunity. Um, and thank you so much for, for all that you do. Connor, thanks so much. I, you know, I, I would just like to maybe share at the end here that, yeah, you know, we are, we are in the midst right now of, of working on all the logistics of how we're going to get these things to the families. And, and I'm excited to say we are working to amass an army of volunteers that will actually deliver these things to these families' homes. So we don't have people having to figure out how to go and find the jackets right. and the toys, but that we're actually going to get it to their house. And I think, you know, I, I want, you know, your listeners to understand that this is going to go directly to the families. It has the potential to have a really huge impact um, in a small community and, and, you know, just assure everybody that we will be involved in making sure it gets right into these families' hands. It's absolutely incredible. Are there, are there ways that maybe people can get involved to help volunteer for this? Yeah, I think that um, part of the organization is going to happen through uh, Sac Republic. And so I think Perfect. if you're interested, uh, when you contact, when you go to the website, there will be some information there. Or you can contact us here at the Robles School District as well. And that's robla.k12.ca.us. And that's our website. Our phone number is 916-649-5248. And you could give us a call and we'd be happy to, uh, to point you in the right direction if you'd like to become more involved. Thank you so much, Ruben. This has been great. I've learned a ton. I hope people listening to this have learned a ton and, and excited to you know, go, go, go to the store, find some unwrapped toys, and, uh, and, and help somebody this holiday season. So thank you so much. Thank you. I, I'm humbled to be able to be a, a spokesperson for these families who, who really do have a, a lot of challenges that they're facing, especially at this time of year. So just grateful, grateful, proud to be a, a longtime, lifetime Sacramentan. And, and uh, I, I'm just so pleased that, that Sac Republic is, has uh, partnered with us in this work. We are just excited to help and, uh, you know, community is so, so important to us. And it's another opportunity for us to help out. And we just love doing that. So again, thank you so much. Thank you for all your work. Um, it, it does not go unnoticed and we, we really appreciate it. I know the community appreciates it. Appreciates it. Thank, thank you, Connor. Our thanks to Ruben Reyes from the Robles School District. Again, if you are wondering where you can donate, sacrepublicfc.com slash wishlist. Of course, we have our holiday drive going on. Right now, a number of places you can drop off. And for those locations, you can go to sacrepublicfc.com slash wishlist. December 17th, we are doing our drop-off at the Cal Expo Loop, 1600 Exposition Boulevard, Thursday, December 17th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. I'll be out there. It'll be a lot of fun tossing stuff out the window, making sure we're all distanced from each other, getting toys and coats for kids aged 5 to 12. A really, really incredible way to help out our community. Again, sacrepublicfc.com slash wishlist if you would like to donate. Thank you all so much for listening. Please rate, review, subscribe, or follow if you're on Spotify. That is huge for us. That way you can get the update as soon as the new podcast is released. Coming up next week, SACB senior writer Joe Davidson, and then we have another cool podcast coming after that. A lot of good stuff coming your way, so make sure you hit that subscribe or follow button. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. Please let your friends know if you enjoyed and you think they would. We would appreciate it a ton. And as always, go Republic!